What is up, you guys? Um, welcome back to The Sober Show. It is the Monday after Easter, and I have a lot to talk about today. <laughs> um, yes, you are getting me in all of my glory and my oversized hoodie, my sun-kissed face, and my wet ponytail. <laughs> um, but I always want to be real raw and authentic with you, and yeah, I have a lot to talk about. So, if my dog barks, um, I'm sorry, she's in here sunbathing and hopefully she will not bark, but just a heads up. So I'm going to talk to you guys about a couple of things that have come across my life recently and just about um, things that I'm like, man, like I need to share that with other people. So number one, if you followed me at all, you know, this year, like I have quieted my voice. Like there's not really another way to say it or put it, but I have quieted my voice because of fear. And, um, I had conference a few weekends ago, which is, um, for my company and where everyone comes into town. And I got to be around all of these amazing humans. And so many people brought up my podcast, like, Hey, do you remember this episode? Or, Hey, that time you shared this. And I just thought, wow, like, I'm not doing it for popularity. I'm not doing it for financial gain. I'm literally doing it to share the hard things that I walk through and how I've made it through them. And like, how dare I quiet my voice? And so that's just been something that I've really been struggling with back and forth this year. And I can't tell you like, oh yeah, like I'm good now. What I will tell you is I know that I was made to share my heart. Like I know that. Um, I just got to figure out how to do it more consistently and more confidently. So wanted to throw that out there. So the thing I'm going to talk to you about today is change. Okay. Oh, I just listened to the sermon and it was so good. And it was basically like, you have to let it all go. And uh, I want to ask you a question. Is it harder for you to give up bad habits or to start good habits? Okay. So is it, is what is harder for you to give up something that's a bad habit? It could be drinking, smoking, gambling, eating fast food every day. Like, is it easier for you to stop those bad habits or is it easier for you to start good habits? So good habits might be like, I'm going to get all of my water in. I'm going to read every day. I'm going to exercise every day. Which one is harder for you? So when I was thinking about it, when I talked to a lot of people, they usually say that it's the giving up of a bad habit that's so hard for them. For me, that was the easy part. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if you can relate. I don't know if that's normal. Um, but for me, like quitting drinking, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it was easier for me than to start working out every single day or to start getting my water intake or to start reading like I know I need to be reading. I struggle with the habits that I am gaining. I usually don't struggle with the habit, bad habits that I am losing. Um, so I'm really just curious, like, where are you in your kind of your journey of change, you know? We all have good habits. We all have bad habits. And I asked my team to write down what are three things you need to do more of that would bring you closer to the person you want to be in the future? And what are three things you need to do less of that will bring you 
to that person that you want to be in the future. And I ask you to write that down too, as you're listening to this. So like, what are three things that if you did more of, you would continue to grow to be a better person? Maybe it is food prepping. Maybe it is reading. Maybe fill in the blank. What are three things that you could increase? So I always say, take what you're good at and do more of it not to burn yourself out, but if we know what works, why don't we increase that? So what are three things that you could do more of that would get you closer to your goals? And but what are three things that you are going to have to give up that those three things are preventing you from getting closer to your goals? So I'm going to write this down with you. Um, if you'll take a moment and write this down and I'm going to tell you the three things that I could do more of a better job of and then the three things that I need to let go doesn't even have to be like something dramatic like oh I drink every day or I party every night it doesn't have to be something like that it could be something a small bad habit that you have that literally isn't making you a better person so for me I know that the three things that I can increase I can move my body consistently okay y'all since before palooza i have not lifted weights and sarah sawyer is my accountability person the one that writes my workouts and she's like how's working out going and i wanted to be like how's making out going because I'm like, I already know, you know, I haven't been working out. And she, I said, well, I'm mad. I don't need to hear it. I'm mad. I don't feel like I've let myself go by any means, but I know that I stopped my progression. And I said, I already know, like, I already know I'm going to work out today. And she's like, I'm going to need to see evidence. And I'm like, bet. Okay. But it's funny because she's like, look, I don't even have to stalk you. You share your life online and you stop sharing that you are working out and I know you love it. So people notice and I'm like, touche. So that's the number one thing. And here's what else I'll say that leads to everything that leads to me looking better, feeling better, my confidence growing like it just it leads to me being healthier, like just so many other things. Okay, so moving my body um, more consistently, like having a schedule, sticking to it, like no BS, getting in my garage, moving my body, okay? Something else that I know I need to do better of, um, more of, more consistently is reading. Guys, I told you a few minutes ago, it is very easy for me to get rid of a bad habit. It is very hard for me to gain a good habit. I, that's why I struggle. Um, so reading consistently, like being disciplined. And I'm going to tell you why I don't like these things. I like lifting weights more than I like running on the treadmill, but some people like they love working out. They've always loved working out. I have found a love for lifting weights, but I don't love working out. I mean, I can tell you all of the good things it does for me, but it's just not, it's not natural to me. I'm having to develop those feelings. Reading is hard for me. Reading is very, very hard for me. Reading, writing, and spelling. Um, they're very hard for me. I'm sure if you've ever seen one of my posts, you're like, oh my God, does she realize that there's 17 typos in it? Like, I know that's an area I struggle in. And so I know where there is struggle, I have to become super disciplined. So moving my body, reading consistently and journaling. Like guys, I started this prayer journal and 
been a hot minute since I picked it up. So journaling consistently. And isn't it interesting that when one of these things stopped, all of these things stopped? Because I feel like whenever we let one thing go or let ourselves have slack in one area, it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to show up as the best version of me today anyway. So we start comparing ourselves to like worst case scenario instead of best case scenario. And so I encourage you, um, I'm going to write that down, compare yourself to your best version. Um, my mom used to tell me that all the time. I mean, how many of you out there were freaking C students. I was a C student. I was a C student until I was in graduate school and I wanted to have a 4.0. I could have always had a 4.0, but I'm a C student. Uh, that is just me. Um, I was lazy in certain areas and I knew I was going to do enough to get by because I didn't care what I made in government, right? In high school. And so don't compare yourself to the C version of yourself. Don't compare yourself to the version of yourself that shows up to lose just enough weight or to tone just enough muscle or to eat just enough healthy or to where you're not miserable or make just enough money to get by because that to me is like that's boring right that is showing up in life with the bare minimum I want you to figure out that best version of you a year from now two years from now five years from now what does she look like what does he look like and start showing up as that person. Okay. Um, three things that I know I need to do less of hitting snooze period hitting snooze. Um, I hit snooze. I do. If I can turn off my alarm and get my vitamins in me, I'm fine. That's discipline period. That's all it is. It's choice. I won't tell you that there's a magic trick or this. It's a freaking choice. And I feel like over spring break and then into Palooza, like there was days where I went super hard all day long. And then there was a lot of days I could sleep in. So that's what I did. And it's fine to rest and reset, but then it becomes a habit, right? So I know that I need to stop hitting snooze and I need to get my ass up. Okay. Another thing I need to do is mindlessly scroll y'all okay this is embarrassing I'm just gonna say it I have a um setting on my phone where my phone goes to I don't know what it's called like do not disturb but it's not that it's like downtime on your phone that you have for your kids you know and my screen time and from 10 p.m to 7 a.m and like you can enter a code and get a few more minutes and a few more minutes and I do that every night it's not like I do it for hours upon hours but it's like no there is no reason why I need to stay on my phone. I need to put it up and be done with it, which goes right into if I did that and put it across my room, then I have to rely on my alarm and my alarm. I know if I use that alarm versus my phone alarm, I'm not going to hit snooze because I need to get up to turn it off. So interesting how all of these things go hand in hand. And then I need to stop wasting my quiet time i'll lay in bed i'll scroll i'll do this i'll do that i'll pinterest and i waste my quiet time instead of getting up and getting my rear into my office where i can sit where i'm organized and what do you know all of these bad habits also 
go together as well as all of those good habits, doing them more consistently, like it all goes together. So share in the comments, um, whether you're listening to this, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to this on Spotify, what are the three things you're going to give up? And what are the three things you're going to do more of? Or type it on your story and tag me in it. Because I want to see what are three areas of increase and decrease that you're going to focus on in your life. So with that, I want to talk about rock bottom, okay? I had a girl message me and it was just moved me so much. And she said, you know, I didn't hit my rock bottom or I didn't have this like crazy event to want to give up alcohol. And I'm going to tell you the crazy thing is you don't need some rock bottom that comes with being arrested, being in the hospital, almost losing your family. You don't need that. That's what we want to prevent. That's why I share with you. My husband never sat me down and said, you have a problem. Nobody did. I was funny, obnoxious court that drank too much that people didn't want to be like, but they laughed at, okay, not with at. And the the truth is no one knew how bad my problem was, not even me until I stopped doing it. And I realized, oh my God, I had to have a drink at all of these different situations that don't require a drink. Conference, baby showers, Easter, like those things don't require a side of alcohol. It's bizarre to me how many areas of life I walked through. And it was like, like, I think of it like, you know, leaving the house, do you have your keys? Do you have your phone? Do you have your wallet? Do you have your alcohol? Like that's how these events had turned out. Like, do we have food? Do we have this? Do we have that? Do we have the alcohol or, okay, it has this, this, and this, and it has alcohol. You don't have to have alcohol to have fun. And if you do, you might have a problem. You don't have to have alcohol at a baby shower. And if you do, you might have a problem. You don't have to have alcohol to fly. And if you do, you might have a problem. I'm not saying that rude or judgmental. I'm saying that like you got to look within. You got to think about the, the simple fact is there are no events and there are no social gatherings and there are no holidays and there are no I don't know, fill in the blank where alcohol is required. Alcohol is a toxin to your body. I will never judge you if you're drinking. I'm not going to walk up to you and be like, oh my God. But what I encourage you to do is look within. Has drinking become default to you? Has having alcohol somewhere become premeditated? And do you have to have it at that event? And would you be like, well, this sucks if you didn't? If so, you might have a drinking problem. You don't have to have a full-blown like rock bottom moment to have a drinking problem. You can have a habit where you drink way too much. You can have a habit where you drink way too often, or you can have a habit where you only feel like you can function if you have that liquid courage. And that's going to turn into drinking more often and more when you do drink. So I just want to, you know, really the way to think about that in all areas of your life, you don't have to have a rock bottom to start a side hustle. You don't have to have a rock bottom to get sober. You don't have to have a rock bottom to get healthy. You don't have to have a rock bottom to change your diet. Your rock bottom can simply be your line in the sand that says, I want to be a better person and I refuse to keep slipping backwards or staying the same. Guys, the whole point in life is taking it by the reins before you have that horrible rock bottom moment where you have to do it. So I always say, do it when you can, not when you have to. It's a whole hell of a lot easier to do something when you can, not when you have to. I want you to think about the person that weighs 
180 pounds and needs to lose weight versus the person that comes home from the doctor and they weigh two, you know, 50 and they're five foot. And it's like, dude, I have to lose weight before I die. Right. Um, nobody's perfect, but we can be, you know, menti- mentally and physically healthy individuals before we have to be. So today, I hope you can walk away from this podcast thinking about what are three areas of your life where you need to increase habits that you have that are already good. What are three areas in your life where you can decrease and get rid of three habits that are not serving the future version of yourself? And think about your rock bottom. What are your, where's your line in the sand moment? You're lying in the sand with your drinking. You're lying in the sand with your lying. You're lying in the sand with your negative self-talk. You're lying in the sand of your gossiping. You're lying in the sand of no more. This does not serve me. I don't want it to get worse in order for me to decide to get better. Um, You make those rules, not me. So I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you have a great week and I will see you next week.